Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Good afternoon, everybody. It is the Steve Jones Show on a Thursday. Matt Catrillo here with you. Steve will soon be there from the mobile Sunbury Motor Studio today in Columbus for Penn State, Ohio State tonight. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf. And online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Kia, Hyundai. Great selection of new and pre-owned inventory. And you have the service department that is there for you with the diagnostics, the inspections, all the routine maintenance, and looking for more of those awesome technicians ready to serve you as well. And sales staff that is there for you, not just there for the sale to make sure you got the right price that fits your budget, whether it's the pre-owned or whether you go the new car route, they're there for you. It's all part of the Sunbury Motors guarantee. All at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, where it's 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. Ben Jones today at 4.06 joins us as Penn State gets set for Ohio State tonight. 6.30 tip, 6 o'clock airtime here on WKOK with Steve and DJ. We're working on getting Steve connected here from Columbus as the Nittany Lions try to go for three in a row as they begin towards wrapping up the regular season. Ohio State tonight, then home against Rutgers on Sunday for another 6.30 tip from the BJC. Tomorrow, we've got Scott Lobber from the Philadelphia Inquirer joining us from spring training down in Clearwater for the Phillies. They open up spring training games Saturday afternoon against the Yankees. So we'll get some previews and some thoughts on the early going of spring training from Scott Lobber tomorrow at 3.35. We mentioned Tony Knopp's going to join us a week from Monday. The latest on everything going on with the Pac-12 media deal. Who knows, maybe we might have something finalized at that point. Odds it ends from the Super Bowl. Everything else going on in the business world of sports. Well, So that's going to be next month, or week from next Monday. So looking forward to that and we'll keep adding as we go along here. So, yeah, still trying to get Steve connected. You want to join us, 570-743-9565, 570-743-9565. We'll take a quick break, and when we come back, we should have Steve back ready for us here on the Steve Jones Show 
on News Radio 1070 WKOK. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. All right, uh, great to be uh, with you here in uh, Columbus as uh, Penn State is ready to take on Ohio State tonight here at Value City Arena. There's only one way to get the show properly rolling, and that is now to go to the Bitterness Cafe. (laughs) And we'll now be joined by the proprietor of the Bitterness Cafe. That would be Matt Catrillo with another angry rant (laughs) well it's i'm a little frustrated today steve with the eagles because vance joseph is now the defensive coordinator with the broncos after the broncos fired him a few years ago yeah i know going back to denver ironically yeah yeah Yeah. and i look at him i think he just blew out all the other candidates that they were looking at like where's the aggressiveness what are they waiting for Especially you're coming off the the Super Bowl where the defense was atrocious. Don't you want to get somebody who's top-notch to get him in here right away? All the other candidates I'm looking at, I'm not really that enamored by and basically have just about zero experience. The only guy I'm kind of intrigued by maybe is Sean Desai, the assistant coach with uh, Seattle who had some time in Chicago. But he, he's also been under... Uh, Vic Vangio, who I would have, I wouldn't have minded either before he went to Miami. But everybody else is like the college level, or like they've been like these assistants and no really DC experience. So I have no idea what the Eagles are doing right now at defensive coordinator. But they gotta get an answer fast. You don't seem happy. No, not really. <laughs> You don't seem happy at all. I'm concerned. No. So who should that mean? How about Rex Ryan? Would you be happy with Rex Ryan? Um, intrigued, but I would probably lean no. Hello. In- I'm intrigued, oh, yeah. but I would say no. Too old. Not necessarily too old, but I just. I think I just feel like he he's not he doesn't really jive with the NFL right now. Like I I think his coaching not not his scheme but his coaching style wouldn't really jive with what the Eagles have in the and that in their locker room right now. 
I can't see him and Nick Sirianni kind of collaborating together. I see. I just threw the name out there only because supposedly it was a name mentioned at Denver. Yes, he was, yeah. It was between him and Vance Joseph. Yeah. Yeah. And they picked your guy. They did, yeah. Not good. So now you have nothing. Yeah. You need to get a defensive coordinator that understands how to defend corndog. Anything. What's corndog? Corn oh, yes, that's the, yeah. That's, that's, the, that's the play. That's the play Yeah, that's call. what Andy Reid called it. That's right, yes. Yeah. Corndog. Exactly. Corndog. All right, great. Corndog. All right. I did find that hilarious, though, by the way. Well, some of this stuff is simple. I mean, it's. <laughs> I know everybody wants to make sports out to be uh, this, you know, ultra complicated, complicated verbiage. Blah 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 blah. Sometimes it's as easy as like, okay, I, like, like the other day when Penn State the, the game winner against uh, Minnesota. I mean, not the game winner, but the one that really put it away. You know, Penn State's winning. You knew if they got one more basket, they had it. So it's a minute 22 to go. And Micah just looks at the three guys and goes, look, clear out. Go to the other side. Just go over there. All right? And Pickett drives. Funk sets the screen. Instead of Funk rolling to the basket, he steps back. All right? Pickett goes in, takes the defense with him, kicks it back. He shoots the three. He scores. Penn State... Yeah, they're you know, they're comfortably in front. Sometimes it's that simple. <laughs> in this world of complicated, sometimes it's that simple. I mean, Michael was describing the play to Dick and me later. He's like, hey, he says, you know, he says, look, I'm looking over from the sideline. I go, hey, everybody, just go over there. <laughs> just get out of here. Just get out of their way. <laughs> sometimes it's. So corn dog is what's wrong with corn dog? It's simple. I think it's funny. <laughs> I love it. And it's so Andy Reid. Right? It's it's fine. They all knew what it was. Uh yeah, as long as everybody knows what the play is, <laughs> it doesn't really matter what it's called. Uh and we learned one thing. We were all wrong with our prop bet, by the way, if Andy Reid would eat a cheeseburger if he had won or lost. It turns out he went to Pizza 51 in Phoenix and had a mushroom and sausage pizza. I thought that was hilarious, too. Wow, boy. I wonder why I was losing sleep. Um, <laughs> oh, my almighty! I couldn't even begin to tell you. Just thought I'd pass that along. I couldn't even begin to tell you what any of the prop bets were or what we talked about that day. I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> I'm not really all that concerned about it. Um, one of these days, I guess we'll have to review whether what they were, but I don't recall any of them. Um, I guess what, what, what was the over-under? How many cheeseburgers he'd eat? Correct. Or what? Okay. How many cheeseburgers he would eat? with a win or a loss was the one that I made up. It wasn't official. I just made it up. But, oh, you made it up? Yeah. I just oh, made so that now one we're up. Going, now we're going with faux prop bets? Come on. Man. Yeah, that's what made it fun. There were some I actually uh, took that were that were out there for real and some that I made up. Faux. Yeah. 
God, it's kind of like, kind of like your defense. <laughs> At least mine had some substance to it. And preparation. Come on. Oh, <laughs> the guy got a, the guy got a full time head coaching job out of it. Yeah, he'll be done in two three years. It's okay. Well, he'll have a bank account, that's for sure. All right. Um. So tonight, uh, Penn State will play Ohio State. As we mentioned on yesterday's show, no Zed Key. Uh, so he will be. Um. Yeah, unfortunately for him, shut down for the season. A player I like, uh, a player a lot of people in this program at Ohio State respect. And uh, and he is out for the year, so Felix Okpara will start in all likelihood in that spot. Rebounder. Uh, he's actually the better shot blocker of the two. He's got 30 of them in in limited minutes this year. They're also a team that will send two and three guys to the offensive glass. So what does that mean? Well, quite simply, it means that the obvious, you can box out. You need to box out. You have no choice but to box out. You've got to be, you know, just like the Illinois game, and this will be the same thing against Rutgers, all right? Uh, Sometimes the missed shot is is the best part of your offense. Illinois is a lot like that, averaging 11 offensive rebounds a game. Penn State was able to keep them off off the glass. They only had two offensive rebounds in the first half. In the second half, they had five, but three of them were late in the game when the game was already decided. And because of that, it was a big plus in Penn State winning the game. It's going to be the same story with Rutgers. They average about 13 offensive rebounds a game. The missed shot leads to baskets for them because they're not a great shooting team, and that's why you get a lot of offensive rebounds. Same thing with these guys. They'll send three to the glass. If you box them out, now let's go to the part you're not thinking of, and I can guarantee you you're not thinking of it. (laughs) Okay, and it quite simply is this. You get that offensive rebound, and they're crashing the glass with three. You throw a good outlet pass, and guess what? You've got an opportunity to fast break. And that's where you can then gain an advantage. And something, at least for you as a fan, to think about as you're watching the game. Can Penn State get itself some fast break points in this particular game? Can they get that? Uh, And... uh, that's going to start with them boxing out underneath. Sensabaugh is just a heck of an offensive player. He's a really good player. Um, you know, he. There was a point where you felt like maybe fatigue was setting in for him, and now you watch him. And uh, in the last three games, he's 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 played well. He's shot well, and he's a guy that I think that'll be one of the games within the game. I think the matchup there is probably going to be Seth Lundy against Bryce Sensabaugh, and Lundy is a heck of a defender. I'll give you an example. Jamison Battle of Minnesota uh, played against Illinois on Monday night, and Battle had 31 points in the game. Saturday against Penn State, Battle, who is a left-handed centric player, I mean, he is a heavy left-hand centric player, and to the credit of Seth Lundy, he kept turning him and pushing him right all night and battle ended up with 
They ended with nine. He may have had seven in the game. But that was it. Couldn't get going. And I think Lundy and Sensiball will be one of the games within the game that you should be watching for tonight when you watch this game. I don't think it's going to be a big crowd here tonight. Uh, it's a huge arena. It's a 19,000-seat arena. Is this another one of those places, Matt, they built it too? When I looked at it, I said, God, they built this thing too big. I mean, I don't know what the thinking was, but, you know, you're talking 20 years ago, too. 20, I mean, this arena is now, jeez, I think this arena is now 25 years old. And, And it's... I've never seen more than 14,000 people in the arena. Never have. Saw Calvin Booth today stopped over at Shootaround. Um, and great to see him. Of course, this is where he grew up. He grew up in uh, Reynoldsburg. And he was over at Shootaround today. It was funny because he came in. Now, after he was done ripping Joel Embiid, no, I'm just kidding. Never name never came up. You calm no, down. Senor! No, senor! No, senor! Name never came up. Okay. In fact, Jokic's name didn't even come up. Yeah. Because one of the keys for them is they got Jamal Murray back. Twenty points a game. Now Murray's missed the last few games uh, for them. But uh, we talked about other things. We didn't talk. We didn't talk about. Actually, didn't talk about the NBA at all. Uh, and. But it was, he comes in today, and he has this, you know, Cal 6'11", 6'11 and a half, right? And he has this gray Penn State T-shirt on with the big chipmunk logo right there in the middle, right? And he says, oh, I'm leaving today, and I just had to grab something because it was, you know, he says, I know it's going to be warm today because it's like 73 here today. He says, I knew, but shoot around was in the morning. So I just grabbed something just in case I needed it. And it was one of those, it was a scarlet sweatshirt. So, so he looks over at Mike and he says, man, I'm sorry about this. And Micah says, I kind of know where your allegiances are, Calvin. I think we're okay. So that when Calvin was leaving, shoot around, I looked over and said, hey, Cal. He says, yes, Steve. He says, don't forget your sweatshirt. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give him a pass. And no, Joel Embiid's name never came up. Good. My goodness, we wouldn't want to hurt your feelings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. What a touchy, sensitive fan base. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. Here in Columbus, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. For Kia Hyundai, the best in new inventory with great warranties, great pre owned inventory. With the Sunbury Motors guarantee and a fabulous service department that backs all of it up. 
with uh, great technicians that get the job done for the life of your vehicle. It's all at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia, Routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. I sense that this was not the only <laughs> rant that you had today. Well, today you're right. I, I do have one other thing. And that's more, yes, I do. Because and I, I know we all have to do it because it's Aaron Rodgers and we know that now we'll probably have an idea of, or soon should have an idea of what he's going to do for his future. But at the same time, the fact that this is even a story that he's now out of the darkness, this darkness retreat, which was apparently in Oregon, I, I, I hate that this is a story. Because this is probably going to go down as the stupidest NFL offseason storyline in the history of the league. I mean, really, we're talking about a guy just, in my opinion, being a nitwit and just, and making a show out of trying to do some of this this crazy, dumb retreat of just sitting in darkness for five hours, which or for a couple days, wherever long it was. And I don't even know if I totally buy that to... Then I'll now we just still don't know what exactly he's going to do. I know why it's a story, but I hate that it's a story because this whole thing is just beyond stupid. Like I am literally losing brain cells from reading about this story. Just make your decision. It's not like this is a life or death decision you're making here, Aaron Rodgers. Like this whole thing is just plain stupid. Oh, you're done? Okay. Uh, so. Yes, I'm done. <laughs> I mean, and I think he's killing his legacy run. a little bit for the way he's, like, this whole, he's gotten so weird, like, these last couple of years with the, with the haircut and his look and doing all, like, this these spiritual-minded retreats and stuff that he does, the way he's con- been conducting himself on the field, in the locker room. Like, I think this is tarnishing his reputation, to be honest with you. At least in my eyes, it does. But I mean, bottom line, this whole thing is stupid, and I fa- and I hate that this is a story, but it is. For four to five hours every day, the suit draws these shades in the corner office, and it's the same thing. He claims it's a darkness retreat. Get the lingerie on the deck. Call the janitor. That also worries me. Oh, it doesn't worry me. I mean, the, the less he's involved, the better. No, uh, <laughs> I, I just, no. whatever happens on that side of the building stays on that side of the building. That's all I have to say about just that. Uh, the bottom line is those who are around Aaron Rodgers last year, especially in the preseason, basically will tell you that he did not come into what you would call tip-top shape. Exactly. There's that, too. If If you want to play at the age of 39... If you want to play at the age of 29, the way the game is today, you better be in exemplary shape. You can't come in at 80 or 90%. And I think it affected the way he moved last year. I think it, it affected the plays they could make. Yeah, he didn't have Devontae Adams, but he missed some plays last year. He, the bottom line is he has to look internally and say, how do I make myself better? Not like where I'm going and what I'm doing. If you're going to play, you better figure out a way to make yourself better. 
You just can't assume you're just going to show up and everything's fine. You can't do that. It's just not the way it is. Uh, so. All right. So how do you consume TV, Matt? Do you uh, do you stream? Do you have a cable deal? Do you... I used to have a full-blown cable deal, but okay. since uh, ever ever since we started welcoming kids into our family, um, we have since downgraded to the basic cable. And but I have a okay. smart TV, where I <laughs> essentially I'm not afraid to admit it. Freeload off my parents' cable account, and I stream on the apps, on the different apps. So I do a little bit of both. Okay, again, a quick message for the children out there. Uh, so like, okay, you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> okay, Roger owns the station. Roger backs me up on this all the way that now we've at least covered the legalities of it. <laughs> okay. uh, Steve did mention you're not supposed to do that. No. That way, when we're investigated for your <laughs> piracy. Uh, all right. So a major story over the years has been cord cutting. At one point, for example, ESPN had 100 million subscribers. Okay. Slightly more than that, in fact. And over time, I think it's down to like 80 million or something like that. And ESPN's a gauge because they have always been the number one uh, network, period, on cable. Well, 75 to 80 million still is a lot of people. But everybody's been asking about the streaming part of it. That's why I felt that what the Big Ten did with its TV deals was, I'm going to say, 90% brilliant. I'll explain the 10% in a second, but I think you know where I'm going with that. By putting it, by using the NFL model, and remember, Mark Silverman of Fox was at the negotiating table uh, with the Big Ten. And they put together an NFL model because Fox is not, I mean, there is what Fox.com, but like, for example, Fox doesn't have a streaming like where you have to pay to stream separate programming, right? Uh, that's never been their model. They're not going to put the NFL on Fox Sports Plus because there is no Fox Sports Plus. So they put together the NFL model. Noon Fox, 3.30 CBS, primetime NBC, other games on either Fox Sports 1 or on uh, BTN. I thought it was brilliant. It covers them from noon until about a minimum of maybe 10, 30, 11 at night. So you get 11 hours of Big Ten games that are slotted, and I thought that was brilliant. Now, you're saying, why 90% and not 100? The reason it's 90% is I still feel, and there's nothing you can do about it now, that there should have been at least some sort of slot worked out 
where ESPN could have a, a, even a small slice of it. Only because by doing that and making ESPN feel like you're still part of it, you would still continue to get the publicity from game day and so forth. I'm gonna, I mean, I'm gonna watch. I'm not gonna watch. Them. I'll be frank with you. For me to sit here and say I'm gonna watch carefully, I'm not because I'm not gonna. I'm, I don't watch the show that often anymore. Game day. I'll be gonna be interested to hear from other people about how much the Big Ten is covered on game day, starting this year, because they're not caring. And they have a reputation of putting you, NHL, on ignore when they're not carrying you. And I think that's a fair assessment of where they are. Is the Big Ten big enough where and maybe strong enough between Ohio State, Michigan, and rising Penn State to not be put on ignore now this year there's still one last year of the 14 playoff so it's not going to be a 12 team playoff until 2024 but that's the only element and I was like I want to find a way to get them something just as an addendum now maybe there wasn't an area to do it I don't know but What's done is done. But you notice what all of them have. It, yes, Peacock is involved with some Big Ten basketball. But you notice what they've done. You'll be able to watch every game. Fox, CBS, NBC, those are all over the air and on your cable system. You'll be able to do that. Essentially, that's what the NFL does, except for Thursday Night Football. And essentially, that's what the NBA does between TNT, ESPN, and local regional sports networks. So, in um, the world of streaming, so how often do you stream? Basically depends on when I can when I have time to watch the Sixers. So this time we have the Sixers and the Flyers, mostly Sixers. So I, I'm gonna I'll say like twice a week, maybe. Okay, all right. Maybe three times, depending on the week. There is a point. There is a point with everything where it has to then become a moneymaker for those that stream. It has to. Now, Amazon paid more than a billion per year for Thursday Night Football. Let's be honest about it. It's the NFL. And they did bid, by the way, for the Big Ten. Um, Apple TV did something that was really Interesting. They let Sunday Ticket go to YouTube TV. And the bottom line is, Apple didn't want not did not want to kick up the number two uh, their customers. So right now you have everything, either cable or over the air. The NFL, except for one package, the Big Ten, the SEC. 
because I mean, this is I mean, you're talking about one more year, and then ESPN takes everything with the SEC, the NBA, the college football playoff, the NCAA men's basketball tournament, and the World Series are all over the air, right? Uh, and the problem you're having right now with streaming is quite simple. They're losing lots of money. They're losing lots of money. So let's take Disney. Disney is Hulu, ESPN Plus, Disney Plus. Yikes. You want to know what the losses were, according to Sports Business Journal? Four billion dollars last year. That's Hulu, ESPN Plus, Disney Plus. Four billion. Wow. And the, the what's interesting is they're getting more subscribers. It's not like they're not getting more subscribers. They are, but they can't make the money back. Hmm. All right. So let's get to Paramount, which is CBS. Okay, Paramount Plus. So you you may get Paramount, for example, on your cable. Okay, so I'm not talking about Paramount on your cable. I'm talking about the streaming of Paramount Plus. You want to know how much money they lost last year? $1.8 billion. How about Peacock, NBC? Streaming service. You want to know how much they lost? Two and a half billion last year. So you're talking those three entities losing eight point three billion dollars. What company wants to lose four billion? What company wants to lose two and a half billion? What company loses one point eight billion? I think by now they thought they were going to start to turn a profit, and they're not even close. So these are the entities that are bidding on sports. That's why the over-the-air deal has, despite all the cord cutting, is still working. Okay? We all got to watch the World Cup, right? The over-the-air deal, or cable, is still working despite cord cutting. And the interesting part is they're getting more subscribers than ever. They can't make up the money. Now, Apple, to its credit... Which now, and I bring Apple into it because Apple is um, uh, supposedly the third in discussions with the Pac 12 to go with Amazon and ESPN. Apple, to its credit, I, I guess to its credit, because I'm not, I don't really know what the numbers were, but with the NFL, they're kind of like, eh, and, they, and YouTube now has it for Sunday ticket. The NFL. Well, if they're not going to overpay what they perceive as overpaying for the NFL, do you think they're going to overpay for the Pac-12? You 
ask yourself that. It just it doesn't make any sense. I mean, Netflix isn't doing any of this. I mean, Netflix, and when it comes to sports, they'll do, like, uh, Formula One documentaries, things like that. But that's where they are. But you're talking about three major entities, Disney, NBC, and CBS. Their streaming services combined to lose $8.3 billion in 2022. So that's what you want to... Everyone thinks it's the wave of the future. Well, they're getting more subscribers than ever, yet they're still losing their shirts. Companies are not going to want to continue to do that. Don't you? I mean, why do I want to go in all in on a college football package for a conference that has? And I'll give, let's. I'll give you a quick basketball example. So it's instead of football, Gonzaga. You know what Gonzaga averages TV viewership. 670,000 viewers a game. That's phenomenal. You want to know what UCLA averages basketball? 200,000. Gonzaga averages 670,000 viewers per game. And they're going to get a large number on Saturday night when they play St. Mary's. UCLA averages 200,000. Now remember that I'm talking, and when I'm bring up UCLA as an example, because I'm talking Los Angeles, and I'm talking about the best team in the Pac-12. To bring this back, I'm sitting there as a TV executive. How, how badly do I want to pay for the Pac-12? And again, that's a basketball example. Remember when it comes to TV rights. Basketball is anywhere from 15 to 20 cents on the dollar. Okay? Probably closer to 15. Football is about 80 to 85 cents on the dollar of what the rights happen to be. So just remember when you're seeing those numbers. Basketball is about 15 to 20 percent. Football is about 80 to 85 percent. The Eagles are $0.99 cents on the dollar. They better be. Well, no, I mean, it would be a, it would be a full dollar, but the defensive coordinator, problem. Get the lingerie on the deck. Call the janitor. Even more of a reason why to get it solved. <laughs> you need to sign your quarterback. <laughs> well, yeah, we got to get we'll that done, back. too. Yeah. <laughs> That's a little higher priority. We'll come back with more in a moment here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. You know, if you're wondering what the effects can be when you go into the corner office in four days of darkness, sometimes somebody like Clark emerges. Again, that's why whatever happens on that side of the building stays on that side of the building. Ben Jones next half hour. Scott Lobber tomorrow. Penn State basketball tonight. We're in Columbus. We're at 73 degrees today.
Beautiful out. Let's see if it's a fun ride home. We'll find out in a few hours. Here are News Radio 1070 WKOK brought to you by Sunbury Motors.